you know what the best part of doing this podcast is? That real women, just like you and I, can come on the show and share their story. And that's exactly what my friend Annie Gibbons has done. So welcome to her story of perimenopause. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of The Menopause Project. This is the show where women share their experiences of their peri to postmenopause transition and where experts empower and educate you around different aspects of living well and having a positive mindset. I am your host, Clarissa Christensen. I'm a menopause transition specialist and I am also a speaker and an author. I have a deep passion that women can thrive through this time of life with the right support and knowledge. So join me each week as I interview a different guest on a different aspect of this, probably the biggest transition in a woman's life. Well, hi everyone and welcome again to another episode of The Menopause Project. And I'm so excited today to have someone that is a great friend. She's the most bubbly, outgoing person I know, and that is Annie Gibbons, and she is the CEO and founder of Lipstick Consulting. Annie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Clarissa. It's so great to see you here and to and to hear you. You know, I know you've been traveling and avoiding the virus. <laughs> but today I really want to talk about your your menopause and, and just share because it's really about sharing with other people, you know, your experiences and, and your tips and how things can can be better or worse for other women. So maybe I'll start a little bit about you introducing you and a little bit about who you are and how you got got to where you are. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much. So I'm Annie, I'm 52 and I'm the CEO of Lipstick Consulting, which means that I have an online business, AnnieGibbons.com, and I do professional mentoring and coaching for women to thrive in business and life. So I mainly look after and help uh, women who are overcommitted and actually needing to reprioritize and refocus what's important to, to them um, and their lives. And I do that from a very holistic perspective I'm a mum who's had five kids, including two sets of twins. I've done multiple degrees. So I know exactly what it's like, believe me, on how busy you can get, how exhausted you can become, just trying to juggle it all. And so I suppose I put that into my practice. I'm also the CEO of a medical eye health charity uh, as well. And so I, I really have the opportunity to give out a lot. I'm very passionate, very heart-driven, heart-focused. I love to make a difference. But my real passion is about, uh, yeah, uh, working with women to ensure that they actually get, you know, live the life that they're wanting to live and, and become the best version of themselves, I suppose. Uh, so, so for me at the moment now at 52, I'm suddenly noticing, hello, what is this? Uh, I'm in perimenopause, I suppose, because yeah. all of a sudden I'm getting these crazy things happening uh, with my body. And so, yeah, I'm really at that next stage of going, oh my gosh, like I've never even thought of menopause, to be honest. I've just been buzzing along, feeling really healthy. I'm very into trekking and outdoors. I eat a healthy diet. I'm not overweight. So I'm thinking, surely I will glide through this, but will I? 
I'm not too sure. Suddenly I'll have some flushes and wake up all sweaty going, oh, my gosh, what is this? <laughs> and then nothing happens. And I go, maybe it's not, you know. And yeah. so this inconsistency phase, um, not knowing uh, yeah, I haven't not knowing to read up about it and to know what's normal and what's not to suddenly go, Oh, I'm so tired today. This sudden exhaustion is that menopause or not? Uh, so yeah, so that's where I'm at at the moment, which has been great linking up with you, Clarissa, because <laughs> you're the expert on it. Hopefully, you'll help and guide me through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, certainly will, Annie. I mean, when I hear that, it sounds so like so many women, you know, it's that sort of is it isn't it is it normal is it not does that kind of reflect how you feel it yeah yeah absolutely because there's so many symptoms you know it's almost like well what could be a symptom of menopause you know you suddenly go oh, i'm so you know i'll get these sudden tired zaps that i've never had mm. before you know i normally you know you just kind of get a bit tired or whatever Whereas now i'll just be going full on and then go oh crash and I think, is that a menopausal symptom? Or is it just because I'm suddenly 52 now? Or is it just because I've had a big day? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it is kind of a weird thing. You don't have as a woman, uh, well, for me, I haven't got this picture in my mind of what menopausal symptoms will be and then when they will hit and what's what's uh, consistent for all women and what's different. I went to the GP the other day just for a normal health check and, and she just instantly said, oh, you must be pre, uh, perimenopausal, you know, do you want that to go away? And instantly wanted to give me treatment and I didn't even go there for treatment. And I'm like, whoa, um, don't I have to sort of see how I go first? Uh, so that whole concept of, hey, I'm a natural woman and like mm. suddenly I'm not saying I wouldn't, have medication or treatment but it was just such a strange um directive to me and and I really had to say hang on I'll pause for a while and I'll just see how I go yeah that is that is quite a big leap isn't it from going there and sort of just checking out to next minute right I'll medicate you and shuffle you out yeah. the door Annie isn't it you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was in to be honest I'm like oh, I don't think so no no I'll just go back home and see how I'm going you know yeah. um, oh so, my yeah. goodness but I mean I mean it sounds to me like you were maybe a little unprepared for the menopause and what it would be like yeah, I think so I think I'd never, my mother had certainly never discussed it with me. She went into menopause very early uh, and so I think um, yeah she sort of dealt with that very privately in her early 40s actually and so for me just starting now I didn't have this uh, I hadn't discussed it with any of my my colleagues I'd, I'd had women that I'd worked with like five years ago and they were just you know they were all talking amongst themselves so I was a little bit out of the loop so all of a sudden now it's kind of like now I'm the older one in the office being the boss uh, and the other ladies aren't there so I kind of haven't been in this scene of women discussing their symptoms I suppose and so it does make you suddenly go oh is that a symptom oh I don't know I better check uh, <laughs> and then also embracing it also as as a part of life you know um, yeah. just you know it is a natural part you know we're a bit um you know erratic when we're early teens and and getting our periods and things like that so so surely it's also the other half of me goes and says oh well, this will be interesting and I've just got to you know s 
stay on top of it or be more aware of my body. But I also think that's going to be a very natural process and it should be. So I'm kind of more intrigued as well of, of what's next, if that makes sense. <laughs> that, makes, that makes perfect sense. And do you think that that in some way changes your relationship to to what's going on because a lot of women are obviously in this time saying this is hell this is terrible and resisting it and and I get the sense that you're more embracing this time in life yeah very much I don't I don't resist anything really I'm I'm a forward thinker forward planner always into the future and where I'm leading so for me I actually it doesn't sort of fit with my mindset to have something and go, I'm going to resist this and make it sort of stop or go away. It's more about, oh, okay, this is happening with my body now because I am getting older because my body is changing and the shape might even change a little bit and, and little bits of it might, might even sag or bag or whatever, but that's actually part of aging. And that's actually, that's actually okay with me because my whole ethos of my brand as Annie Gibbons uh, mm. actually is that I am presenting authentic woman. I don't airbrush myself, so I don't change my pictures. I actually show women uh, how you just live life naturally. And this is part of naturally ageing, isn't it? And so I'm more intrigued by the process and what's happening to my body and just feeling that. Uh, but I don't actually have any resistance or fear or uh, I don't instantly. That's why I was in such shock with the GP and just make something away. Oh, no, I'm actually not I'm wanting to embrace lots of sweats and bad sort of symptoms. Ah, no. But I'm assuming every woman is different with their own body and it's kind of quite interesting and just part of life. Yeah, I think that, and I think that is what we think is the most positive way you can go through this. And just literally embrace it like you've done with this amazing positive mindset. But, I mean, in yourself, what do you see as the positives of this time of life? Oh, Oh, I think... um, Speaking that, that other side, I think now, I, now I'm a nano. It certainly makes you sort of feel like that. Definitely past childcare sort of uh, child rising stage uh, stages. But for me, that's great. I mean, I had kids when I was 23, and I that when I was 25. Uh, I had four kids in two years, and then I had my last when I was 32. So for me, at 52 now, I'm like, oh, the thought of no periods. Um, and worrying about sort of, oh, my gosh, imagine if you suddenly um, got pregnant or something like, you know, crazier things have happened. So it's sort of in a way I'm actually going, that's kind of nice as well, you know. So, um, yeah, I kind of, I've always approached life that you, you know, try to embrace and enjoy the moment that you're in, you know. And so this is the next moment. And, you know, now I've just got, um, we've got our first granddaughter too. And that's sort of, you know, that's the state. How lovely is that? And I'm really enjoying that. And that sort of symbolises as soon as you say to people, oh, I'm a nana now, you know, that's actually part of just getting older. And, and rather than going, oh, I don't sort of feel comfortable with it, I actually do. I think it's nice. I'm embracing the, that next stage. And I think menopause sort of symbolises that I'm sort of making that from the mother figure to slightly grandmother figure not that everybody has to be a grandma I did have my kids fairly young Uh, but sort of for me it feels like I'm in a blend stage and it's kind of it's nice to actually feel like yeah I'm actually just sort of sailing on to that next stage of life 
I love that that blend stage. That's that's a beautiful way to describe that, Annie. You know, this is the blend stage that you kind of you're still this sort of active out there working woman, and then at the same time there's this nice emerging grandma stage too. But it doesn't mean that we're getting old. It just yeah. means that we're kind of got this interesting phase in life. Love that. Absolutely. I don't. You don't go from. I don't think. I don't see it that I'm going from what. Yeah, full on to just stopping or this. You know, younger person to suddenly feeling like a nana. I, I actually don't do that. I'm. I'm really high energy. I'm pretty fit. I still climb mountains. I'm going to. Hopefully, if Corona doesn't wreck my trip, I should be doing the Kokoda Trail this year. Uh, and, like, so that's pretty full on in my physical body. And so I actually think that's wonderful that at 52 I can be, you know, feeding my body well, valuing my health, trying to keep my fitness to a level. You know, one, I get to do really fun, cool things and adventures. Now that my kids are older, I can actually escape with hubby and we go and do those things together, which is really special. But also to actually be at a level of fitness that hopefully when I'm going through like this sort of this stage of life, I hopefully ride it better. Um, uh, the principles of health and fitness would would, in, would hopefully support that, uh, and also then the, the the other side. I guess I am sort of maintaining that fitness and health and active lifestyle, and I and that's where I see it as a blend too. But I also appreciate that I am moving into that next next stage of you know if I have to slow a little bit that's okay if I have to amend things over time that's okay because I am blending into that you know next phase of life mm, but you talk a lot that and that's tr so wonderful I mean you talk a lot about an active lifestyle are there any things you particularly mm. do apart from big stuff like walking the Kokoda Trail which seems quite quite a big thing but you're not alone in doing those things at, at, and in the 50s and beyond but this whole sort of what any things you particularly do to maintain an active lifestyle uh, I think I'm pretty active most days so I have that principle of trying to do the 10,000 steps a day minimum uh, mm. so I and I probably would would easily do that most days and then some days I do more so I love um because I like catching up with women I sort of link that to trekking so I two to three times a week go on two-hour hikes and I actually meet girlfriends and we actually walk and talk so it's not like it's so strenuous you can't chat it sort of does the both. it does both it allows you to talk about your life um, reconnect with each other while doing stairs and hills and 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 walking as well so that's my main thing tra mm. training because I do adventure trekking uh, yeah. for holidays you know I've just been over to New Zealand or last year I did Kinabalu in Borneo I've done Everest yeah. base camp in the high passes uh, so you know I'm sort of picking off some mountains but I'm also going <laughs> I'm so valuing that I can do this because uh Thankfully, I know this sounds weird, but I wasn't a sporty kid because I had really bad asthma. So I didn't actually wreck up all my, although I was depressed at the time as a child not being able to do all this sport, now I've actually not, I've got really good knees. 
<laughs> so I can, I can I'm, a late, I'm a late bloomer and I had so many children yeah. like I had like 15 years that I could hardly go to the loo by myself yeah. so I can now go oh my gosh I, you know I just love it I get out in the outdoors and I'm like oh my gosh this is my happy place and uh, it just feels so fresh and I feel so healthy and I enjoy just you know being out in nature and the endorphins it gives me and the you know and the challenge I, I think it parallels nicely with my business thinking too there's a lot of synergies in nature uh, for example problem solving or reading a, a mountain or how will you you know how will you have yeah. something I find that intellectually as well as physically that's wonderful I mean I think that's that's a real sort of inspiration for other women to think that you can get out and just walk several times a week and see that as both social connection and a way of keeping fit without needing to feel you have to pump lots of iron in the gym or or do other things I think that's just so so inspiring that you're kind of combining different elements of feeling well together I love it love that and you can build on it you know I mean I would look back I'd look back seven or eight years ago you know until my kids were sort of late teens I really never even thought about I'd go up to the gym you know a couple nights a week and I never loved the gym it was more that it just helped you know and made me feel you know fitter and certainly good for toning but it doesn't necessarily make you you know trek fit or adventure fit as I would call it and uh and so it wasn't until I actually just did a uh we call it coast trek here but we you know walk the coast with Anyway, and we raised money yeah. for charity. So I actually just entered by default. And then by then going, oh, my gosh, I've entered something. How am I going to do that? I've never walked more than 5K in my life. And, uh, and so that's exactly it. You just start and you do a bit more, a bit more. And now I could do off the couch 60Ks in a day, which sounds crazy. But it's only because I did little bits, little bits, little bits. And when you're, you're yakking away as women, you know, walk and talk, <laughs> it's so much easier. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, an hour's gone, two hours gone. And uh, and that's the thing with exercise, though, you know. Some days it's like, oh, look, I'm just going to go around the block with the dog. And another day you'll take off for a two-hour walk. And, you know, it's not a competition. It just, it all makes you feel better, you know. So I, um, my policy is you just do what you can, you know. And some days it's great and some days it's not. And I don't beat myself up about it. I just go, oh, well, you know. It's, you just seize the moments as they present and you also plan to make, you know, optimally make them happen and generally they do. They do. And I just love that, that sort of like you went from, you know, not doing very much to walking five and then like that. And I can remember that when I lived in Sydney, I, I signed up to run the city to surf. So anybody knows that. And I'm suddenly thinking, oh God, I've got around 14K. I've never run anything in my life. But but you do, you run a 5K fun run. And then, you know, and I was really proud that I ran it in a hundred minutes. I thought, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I, I, I'm glad other women are like me. I tell you what, when I entered this 60K event, and uh, like my friends were laughing, going, oh, my God, are you crazy? As if you'd be able to do that. And it's just so funny now. Now I've done like six or seven of them. And um, I'm like, going, oh, that's like, that's an incentive for me. I'm definitely going to make it happen. So, yeah, you know. 
Yep. So I'm off to walk parts of the Camino. I'm off to walk parts of the Camino with a friend. But now that's all cancelled this year, sadly. So we'll have to regroup. So I can get into I can get into training now. But I love that you sort of said like sometimes you're just taking the dog for a walk, and then sometimes it's bigger. And I just I just love that balance in that. So it doesn't become yeah. It doesn't become I have to go to the gym and I have to do half an hour. That sort of got kind of language. That doesn't work, does it? it doesn't well it it does for a very few small percentage of people yeah. they're sort of the extremely dedicated rigid routine and they're the sort of people who will do it rain hail and shine but it's a very small i'm talking like maybe one or two percent of people who mm-hmm. actually can maintain that i find that you know for me it's about healthy lifestyle that that's why i like the walk and talk idea mm-hmm. or catch up with friends or actually you know just be at work and walk up and down the stairs instead of catching the lift i actually incorporate exercise into my daily life because I don't actually emotionally want to connect exercise with like torture or something unpleasant it actually (laughs) is pleasant for me and I think that's the difference in your mindset you know if you go I've got to get to the gym and just do those 30 minutes you know it's like a chore and at the end of the day most people if you can if you've got an well the first thing you'll get rid of is the chore or the negative even if it's got good results for you so by actually going oh no like I don't think I'm going to go out for two hours and walk hard I go oh I'm going to see my gorgeous friend Hilda and we're going to catch up and we just happen to you know knock off quite a few k's uh but it's easy because you know that the the whole feel around it is different and I think that that's just the way my mindset works and, it, and it's definitely definitely helps me because I always find it fun I never want to miss out that sounds brilliant I mean I just love that you've shared that and I think you've inspired other women that we can find ways to enjoy it drop what I call the smog the should must ought to and got you know and just mm. go with it yeah yeah Definitely, definitely go with it because you have days, everybody has days, you know, it's, it's, you know, definitely probably more when you're going through menopause, but just any day we have cycles, we have cycles of, you know, some days you just fly out of bed and you've got lots of energy and other days you don't. And that's actually okay. I think we spend too much time going, oh, I have to be a certain way or this isn't normal. It actually is normal. You know, your body will get, you know, I know I'll be on full charge and then I have sort of little days that I sort of have time out and I just reboot other people will go up and down up and down you know we've all got different flows I suppose and that's actually okay so it's about knowing your body looking after it going with that and then going because you value it and you want the best out of it you know we'll then see opportunities that work for you try and find some friends who like doing similar things you know if you do love the gym and your friends go to the gym we'll go to the gym but if you don't like sweat and you don't want to fly along a treadmill, we'll go and walk around, you know, walk up the road and, you know, go and see a nice view or there's so many things you can do without actually going, oh, my gosh, I've got to put on the light crew and look in a certain way. You don't, you don't have to do anything no. really. You just no. need to feel good about yourself and love yourself. So. That's beautiful. I think that's a beautiful message. Annie, have you got any role models that are other women at this time of life is there anybody you think wow that person's really nailing it or don't you follow that 
Yeah, I kind of don't follow it, which is is an interesting about me. I've sort of never done done that. I have had two role models, which are both my grandmothers, who've now passed. They both they lived to ninety nine and one hundred and two, and so for me, they were such incredible role models that I just loved when I was growing up, and and I just learned so much from them. And I probably put them on this really interesting pedestal that I still get so much out of them and reflecting in them. And then I've often I've been asked a number of times kind of like going, oh it'd be really hard to pick you know I like qualities about people but I don't actually go oh I wish I was that person or that person you know I mean mm-hmm. you look at you know like Michelle Obama or or someone who, who you just go oh she you know she's got these qualities or really genuine or uh, whatever mm-hmm. but I don't I don't actually um aspire to be like someone and I suppose that comes down to me I'm all into just be yourself um and and be that best version of that. So I'm not really modelling off anyone. I do, what I do love is I, I look at people who've got really great, um, just hearts. I, I highly value people who are, just give, uh, want to make a difference, care for other people, a lot about, you. Yeah, just just mm-hmm. with humans, I suppose, you know, caring about humanity, which is why I work for an eye health charity that yeah. helps people stay aside. And that just makes me feel so good that I've got a job that I um, am making such a tangible impact or difference, hopefully, to them and not just by myself as a collective. I love the synergy that comes from a team of people all working together and and I get that same buzz in my own business with Lipstick Consulting with my women who are in my um, programs that, you know, that the whole tribe works together to support that person and Mm. and encourage them and inspire them and to to realise that what's, you know, the breadth of normal, uh, all of those sorts of things. I actually find those qualities... um, the genuineness and the sincerity and the people just trying to be their best, uh, I find that really rewarding. Uh, so whereas I don't look at one person and go, I want to be that person. No, and but I think you touched on something really beautiful there as well, that sort of power of connecting and the synergy between people, that human to human. Yeah. And, yeah, and so many women at this time of life feel like they want to pull away and, and I love that you're almost embracing and moving forward and, and connecting more at this time rather than, than, than less, you know. I can't believe it, Clarissa. I'm so in the girly chick zone, it's ridiculous. Like I would never have said I was a total girl girl. You know, like I've been working with boards of men for the last 20 years. There'd be like 24 men and me. Um, and, you know, and I was sort of, you know, this mum with these kids everywhere and I was you know, pretty overwhelming or intimidating. You know, if you're coping really well, it's like you know, there's competitive women's stuff that used to happen and bits and pieces. And so now I'm the nana. Suddenly I'm a cool chick because I'm not a competitor. My kids are older. Now I'm wise. Uh, it's really cool. And I'm also at an age that I actually am so comfortable with myself. It's like, if you don't like it, that's fine. Not everyone's cup of tea, but I'm actually really like, well, that's where I am. And, um, and I'm really comfortable with that. And I, and I have total clarity and focus of what my purpose is, which is to um, inspire and, and mentor women um, in, uh, to really, you know, shine in their circumstance, I suppose. So for me, I just feel like I'm, I'm connecting more and more and my desire is 
stronger and stronger to to get women to actually go hey girls we're actually here together this is a whole new generation this is a generation that women can really you know affirm and build up and support we shouldn't be pulling each other Mm. down we shouldn't be pulling back if anything we should be actually doing the opposite because this is a really cool generation for us i think so i i I think it's exciting time for women I think it's a very exciting time. And I love that. I think that, and I think there's a shift, isn't there, going on right now? I feel that a lot has shifted. There was a lot of this protecting your territory and stuff. And it feels like that's not part of 2020. It feels like that's at the past and that the future's all about women coming together and supporting women, whether they're in menopause or not. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I definitely think so. It's so, you know, it's so last decade to be, you know, that's right, highly competitive or, you know, I used to, you know, when I started my career and I was a nurse, I used to come home and go, oh, my gosh, nurses were like spiders. They'd almost eat their young. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> I had a hard time, you can have a hard time. And you're yeah. kind of like, going, oh, my gosh, aren't you supposed to be? You know, we're all girls <laughs> here together. But I, did, I, I was in this generation of, oh, I didn't feel it. And then because I went into this man's world as I started building my career into the executive stages I then had women who you know the ones who are always wearing the black suits or trying to be men and I'd come out in some floral number and they'd give me a look like what are you doing um and I kind of went oh this is really weird so I did have those years of going I just don't feel like I fit where you know I want to just be myself can't you just be feminine yeah. uh, and also a leader. How do yeah. you be true to yourself? And then now over the last few years, I actually just stayed true to that and went, well, I believe it's possible. I can be nice. I can be, you know, generous and warm and still be an excellent leader and manage my team and grow yeah. my business and be an entrepreneur and empower women. I can mm. do all of those qualities, you know, and I'm hoping even better because I'm a woman. Uh, and so, and that's not anti-men. I think we comp each other we should mm. complement each other perfectly and so yeah I think it's a it's a time that I think that season has changed definitely the women that I'm networking with and are in my uh, my programs they're um they're all into yeah we need to really unite because there is a lot of power in that there's a lot of power in women uniting and supporting each other and affirming that synergy synergy is one of my favorite words you know the the sum of the two is you know combined is so much bigger and that's exactly what it's like you know like sometimes it's like dynamite you know you just get a couple together and suddenly wow there's all this opportunity there's encouragement there's support energy you know you can ride each other uh, through times of struggle and that's Mm. that's really beautiful you know there are days that someone will be down and their friend will lift them up and and vice versa or in business help each other out yes Uh, and that's a really wonderful thing to do I think that's wonderful. I mean, I just, I love that. And I love synergy. That's a beautiful word, isn't it, Annie? Just a beautiful mm-hmm. word of, of where we are. And I think now we're sitting here, there's menopause, and then there's all this chaos around us at the same time. And it just feels like if ever there was a time for people to come together and create support and opportunity, it really is now. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to ask you as a, as a closing, what are you know, some tips that you think could help other women at this time of life who are going through menopause? I think the tips are probably in summary to really um, probably take some time out to really sort of centre and and think of your own body, 
You know, I think some you're so busy doing and then you start experiencing and then you can focus on the symptoms and then treating the symptoms but it can I think that it's a real value if you can actually stop and go oh hello what's happening with my body is my body in the best condition it could be considering you know the extra impact that menopause will have how can I you know feel it better with the type of food that I'm eating mm. you know is you know am I drinking enough water am I drinking too much alcohol um you know within reason I'm not saying being a total fitness nut no. uh, but just to really start thinking there to also ask yourself you know are, are you self-caring enough are you taking time out to actually rest and to you know to stretch and to you know um you know do some yoga or go for gentle you know gentle walks just to actually have some time out you know time to to read and reflect and to journal there's so much that it's actually there's a lot of value uh, I used to resist this I used to resist resist slowing down because I felt like I had so much to do and over the last few years, I've actually went, oh, my gosh, I'm so good at having times to slow down now. It hasn't affected my productivity at all in the negative. It's actually been positive mm. because when I do that, I'm really clear and focused and I'm ready to then do the next thing, you know. So I think um, time to pause and value yourself and your body. Uh, definitely exercise um, without going crazy to, to not get in the view that you have to do something massive to actually just do a little bit and to grow it uh, and to do something that you like. Don't go and pick something crazy, you know, do something that you actually enjoy. You know, if you don't like running, don't try and go for a job. You know, there's so many things that you could do. Go for a swim or, you know, a walk or a dance class or, you know, anything uh, just to keep busy and to try and do that socially. I think that's a big thing of actually, you know, um, just staying connected. I think it's a really important thing for women at this stage to really just, yeah, feel supported, feel loved, feel connected. Uh, I think that gives us a lot of energy as well. They're beautiful tips. I mean, I think every woman can embrace those because they're within our own capacity to do. They don't require us to have lots of money or special equipment or anything. We can all do those things. We've all got the ability. Most of us have a friend we can go for a walk with. We can slow down. It's hard, but we can do it. And we gain so much value from it. Yeah. Annie, I just want to Sorry. thank you so much for coming and sharing your energy, your joyfulness on this show. Oh, it's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed our time together. Thanks oh, for inviting thank me. You. You're welcome. Well, I hope you felt inspired and uplifted by Annie's story. I know that I did, and I really love the way that she is approaching this major life transition in such a joyful and yet measured way. I would love to hear your questions. And so if you have questions around the menopause, perimenopause, or any of the topics that we've talked about in the last few months, then email me, clarissa at thelittlebreathingspace.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, your suggestions, your questions. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share. And next week, We've got another exciting guest talking about menopause at work.
Until then, go well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.